I want to start off this episode by saying happy Thanksgiving to all our American listeners who are listening today in the US and around the world and celebrating Thanksgiving and the start of the festive season holidays. What better day to reflect on gratitude and consider how we can add more gratitude to our daily and weekly routines than a holiday that focuses on giving thanks. I think many of us can agree that 2022 has been a long and tiring year and there has probably been a lot of moments this year where many of us haven't really felt grateful at all or felt like we had much to celebrate or be grateful for. It's really easy to focus on the negative or the challenging things in our lives to get sucked into a negative narrative and let that cloud how we see everything else that's happening in our lives and even letting it lead us to believe that we're not worthy of good things happening or that we're not worthy of good opportunities that do come into our lives after a series of challenging moments. This year I think for a lot of people has been particularly heavy off of the back of two particularly challenging years and I think many of us really did hope that this year was going to be a turning point in what life has felt like since 2020, but it really didn't work out that way in a lot of parts of the world. And so if you're feeling heavy as you approach the end of the year, just know that you're not alone in feeling that. But if you're ready to reset your mindset um, to hit that reset button, to change your perspective and to start finding ways to find small joys, even in the challenging moments, then this episode is going to put a pep in your step and help you add some serious and much needed feel goodness back into your life as we head into the final weeks of 2022 and get ready to do it all again next year. Because today we are talking about all things gratitude. My name's Laura, a teacher turned creator, but you can think of me like your new internet big sister. And each episode of Fill Up Your Cup, like a deep and meaningful conversation in the form of a voice note from a friend who never wants you to feel alone in what you're going through. Whether your confidence cup is dried up or your self-love cup is looking a little closer to empty than full, I'm gonna teach you how to add more feel goodness back into your different cups and as a result, your life. So, pop in your headphones, cozy up with a warm cup of tea or whatever takes your fancy and let me troubleshoot your problems with you because together and with the right mindset, we can face anything. take a moment to tell you about a book that changed my life and I'm not being dramatic when I say that this really is a book that came into my life in a moment when I really needed a mindset shift and didn't even recognize that I needed a mindset shift and it really did change my life and it's one of the few books that I've read repeatedly and even in prepping for this episode I pulled out my very much dog-eared 
battered copy of this book. And as I was flicking through the book, finding passages that I'd highlighted and finding something that might be interesting to read in today's episode, it got me excited about reading the book again. And I definitely think I'm going to try and read it for what is probably the fifth or sixth time before I end out this year, because I think it's a really good book to read on the turn of a year. And that book is The Gratitude Diaries by Janice Kaplan. In fact, the whole premise of this book was based around a New Year's resolution that Janice Kaplan herself made and ended up writing a whole book about, which was this idea of gratitude. I first stumbled across this book in an airport. I was browsing through books in an airport waiting for my flight. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do when I'm in an airport is look at the books on display despite having several books and several un unread books. I always love a good airport book purchase. And this book caught my eye because of the title of it, which was The Gratitude Diaries. And when I originally picked it up, I actually assumed that it was a book of self-reflection and guided reflection and that it was more of a diary. And it wasn't really until I started to read it a little bit more that I realized that that's not what it was. But I think I was meant to get this book in the moment that I did get it because it, it was exactly what I needed in a moment when I really, really needed something to focus on that wasn't just everything that was going wrong or everything that was making me feel disappointed with my choices or my life progress at that moment in my life. And yeah, it just, it changed so much for me. And it has been something that I come back to again and again and again since then. Every time that I have a difficult period, a difficult week, a difficult day, I practice the skills that I learned in this book and I remember the power and the potential power of practicing the, the practice of gratitude. Gratitude at its core is a mindfulness practice. It is something that encourages us to root ourselves in the present moment and also to reframe the past. We've talked about reframing a little bit on the podcast before when we were looking at that self-narrative and the way that we speak to ourselves. And gratitude is really powerful for that self-narrative as well. Because a lot of the narrative that we tell ourselves comes from a negative perspective. When we look back at the end of a day, when we get home at the end of the workday, even when we go to bed and we're running the events of the day through our head, we are more likely to focus on the one thing that went wrong rather than the 10 things that went right because we focus in on the negative. And I actually want to read an excerpt from the book that explains this a little bit. Researchers have found that people who write down three things they're grateful for every night or even a few times a week improve their well-being and lower their risk of depression. The results have been repeated over and over. 
Keeping a gratitude diary can even dramatically improve your ability to get a good night's sleep. But in both small events and big ones, seeing the good can be a challenge because a general rule of life is that negative events overshadow positive ones. If 10 great things happen and one lousy one in a day, most of us will spend dinner telling our spouse about the one lousy one. Nobel Prize winning psychologist Daniel Kahneman says ruminating on what went wrong makes evolutionary sense. Our ancestors survived by remembering the one poisonous berry they encountered and telling their friends about it. Describing the 10 tasty ones didn't do much good at all. We have simply updated the approach. As evidenced by every parent who has ranted about the one C on a child's report card while barely noticing the four A's. I really love this whole book, but I particularly love the fact that Janice not only shares her own experience with starting and keeping a gratitude diary, but also her research into why that was having such a dramatic impact on the rest of her life. As she continues her gratitude practice, she then seeks out people who are researching the impact of gratitude, who are researching what makes us happy. And there's some incredible interviews throughout the book with people she connected with during this year of practicing gratitude and sharing the different research that has been done around the practice of gratitude. And I love how at the start of the book, she really starts by looking at why it was so difficult for her to start this gratitude practice. There's a particular story in the book that has stuck out to me ever since I read it and that I always come back to, which is she talks about the Friday the 13th effect and how when we recognize that it's a Friday the 13th, we will definitely find something that goes wrong on that day because of the stereotype of Friday the 13th being an unlucky day. But if a Friday the 13th passes us by without us actually noticing it's Friday the 13th, we more than likely won't notice anything going wrong on that day in the same way that we won't overfocus on things going so wrong on any other Friday because we're not focusing in on the stereotype. So basically, the idea is that we are looking out for the bad thing to happen because it is Friday the 13th and we're ignoring the good things that happen. And I think when we're having this kind of knock-on or this domino effect of bad things happening, we do get into that mindset of if one thing bad happens, then something else will happen. And we get into this tunnel vision of only looking for the next thing that's going to go wrong rather than looking for the good things that are happening or the new opportunities that are in front of us. Or as I said at the beginning of this episode, starting this narrative with ourselves that we're not even worthy of those good things happening to us because we're in such a rut. And I think there's a lot of that collective dialogue at the moment in the world where we've had so many things go wrong and so many difficult, challenging years. It is very easy coming to the end of this year to have that mindset of, well, what's going to happen in 2023 after the last two, three years being continuously more challenging for us and presenting us with challenges that we never experienced before or never expected we would experience in our lifetime. So it's time for us to change our mindset a little bit. It's time for us to face that Friday the 13th idea and to look at our biological evolutionary built-in response of 
looking for the one poisonous berry and talking about the one poisonous berry and maybe start talking about a few of those good berries that we've had this year and every day. After I read the gratitude diaries, I decided to mimic Janice's experiment and start my own gratitude diary. In Janice's book, she does just exactly as research suggested and every day she writes down three things that she was grateful for that day. Throughout the book she focuses on different areas of her life and really becoming mindful and seeking out things to be grateful for in those different areas of her life. But when I picked up my gratitude diary I was in a place in my life where I was feeling a little bit lost and I didn't know what direction I needed to go in next and I knew that I would have to kind of do things that I didn't really want to do in order to move myself forward and so by me picking up my gratitude diary it was really just about getting over that hurdle of being able to find the one good thing or the three good things in a day and instead of just focusing on the one bad thing and so for well over a year and a half I would say I religiously ritualistically wrote down three things at the end of every day in my gratitude journal that I was grateful for and if I ever missed a day I would go back and I would write the previous days three grateful things and that day's three grateful things and I just kept doing that and the impact that it had was that first of all it shifted my perspective and my mindset at the end of the day and it stopped that catastrophic thinking before bedtime and especially I think when you're in a place in your life where you're struggling or maybe you're in a job where you're not getting everything that you would have hoped to get out of it being able to do that is so powerful in terms of increasing your resilience to keep going because we know there are moments in our lives where things aren't great but we have to keep powering through because there aren't alternative options or there isn't an instant fix to make it less uncomfortable. And for me, focusing on those small things that I was grateful for every day allowed me to kind of turn down that spotlight on the areas of my life that weren't what I wanted them to be yet that they weren't where I would have hoped they would be I was able to start shifting my perspective to start focusing on the good things and the next thing that happens is when you start focusing on the good things and you learn to start picking out the small moments of joy in a generally challenging day is that the next day or a few weeks later or the more you get into this practice you start to be able to be grateful for the small things in the moment that they are happening. You start to live more mindfully. You start to look out throughout your day for something to write in your gratitude journal and it changes your whole perspective and allows you to switch your focus quicker when things go wrong to start looking for the next good thing that's going to happen rather than the next thing that might go wrong. Janice's book, The Gratitude Diaries, covers her experience of doing this for a whole year, starting it literally on the first day of a year, having this kind of self, this moment of self-awareness on New Year's Eve where she realized that she was being a little bit grumpy and a little bit ungrateful and deciding she wanted to change that. And so the book follows her experience throughout that year and the impact that 
just writing down three things she was grateful for every day had on her perspective, on her career, on her friendships, on her relationships. And if you're looking for a book to read at the end of the year, if you're looking for a New Year's resolution for 2023, I highly, highly recommend that you grab a copy of The Gratitude Diaries. I've put a link to the book in the show notes. Go and check it out if you haven't read the book yet. I really recommend downloading or buying a copy of this book and reading it before the end of the year and making a gratitude diary your resolution for 2023 because trust me, it will change the way you look at your life and it will help you to live more mindfully. And that's what we're going to talk about a little bit more in today's episode. I'm going to share with you three steps to starting a daily gratitude practice. I hope that you're enjoying today's episode and I want to take a moment to tell you about our sponsor because this episode of Fill Up Your Cup podcast is sponsored by Creative Fabrica, your one-stop shop for all things creative and crafting. I'm a big lover of creative self-care and crafting and all things DIY. I mean, I built a whole new career for myself around being creative and doing the creative things that I love. So I love Creative Fabrica because they are changing the way their users think about creative digital assets. Creative Fabrica is a creative hub where you can find digital downloads, resources, templates, and fonts, and you can learn from their Creative Fabrica teachers, which I am one of. Creative Fabrica has a growing library of creative classes with everything from Cricut courses to needlework and learning how to do digital art. The thing that really makes Creative Fabrica special is that you don't have to pay for each resource that you download or class that you enroll in, but you get it all included with your subscription. And from November 24th, until December 2nd, you can get their all-access subscription for just $4.99 a month or $59 for the whole year, which is an amazing saving. So if you want to make this next coming year the year where you learn to do needlework or you really up-level your Cricut DIY projects, then click the link in the show notes to make the most of this incredible Black Friday offer and get an all-access subscription, giving you access to all the digital downloads, resources, fonts, and of course, the incredible library of creative classes for just $4.99 a month. And now back to today's episode. So as I already said, go order yourself a copy of the book. It's an amazing book because Janice does all of the incredible research of the researchers who are researching the benefits of gratitude. And you're just going to learn so much about the science behind practicing mindfulness and practicing gratitude and that really helped me change my perspective on the potential power of doing something like this. But if you want to start sooner than that, if you don't want to wait until your copy of the book arrives, if you don't want to wait until the new year or until you've read the whole book, I'm going to give you three practical steps to starting a gratitude practice and you can start 
today, even without reading The Gratitude Diaries, but I still recommend that you do that because it is one of my all-time favorite books, as if I haven't made that evident at this point already. Three simple steps to starting and implementing a gratitude practice today. As I said, it's Thanksgiving. What better day to start thinking about gratitude and expressing gratitude than right now? So step one to starting a daily gratitude practice is redefining or reframing what gratitude is and what expressing gratitude should look like. So I touched a little bit on this at the start of the episode when I read that paragraph from the Gratitude Diaries where the psychologist was talking about why it is our brains are built to focus on the bad. It makes evolutionary sense for us to hyper-focus on the thing that went wrong so we can avoid doing that again and so we can pass on that knowledge to help other people avoid doing that. And because of this, starting a gratitude practice is not an easy thing to do. And by easy, I mean it doesn't necessarily come naturally. As someone who has been practicing this for a really, really long time, I've got to the place in my life where when I have a bad day, at the end of that bad day, my knee-jerk reaction now or my automatic response now after a long time of practicing this is to say three things that I was grateful for before I go to sleep because I've practiced it again and again and again. But when I started practicing gratitude, when I started adding a gratitude practice to my life, it didn't come automatically. And when I got that gratitude diary out, after the first three or four days, I really hit a wall because I thought to myself, well, I can't keep just rewriting the same three things that I was grateful for that day. And I really had to start expanding my definition of what was worthy of my gratitude in that moment. What was worthy of going in my gratitude diary? And so if you want to start living more mindfully and practicing a daily gratitude reflection, you need to expand your concept of what you should be grateful for in your life. Because we do have those quote unquote, those shoulds in our life, the things that we think are the things we should be grateful for. And very often those things are the things that are on our goals lists or our wish lists. Those are the things we're aiming for. And until we have them, we feel like we we haven't enough to be grateful for. But a gratitude practice is about living mindfully. It's about celebrating the small everyday joys and beginning to zoom out on your life and see your day as a bigger picture and to see all of the little things that go into that day and all of the people that support you and surround you and are worthy of your gratitude and are worthy of one of those three bullet points in your gratitude journal that day. And the more that you expand that definition of what is worthy of my gratitude, the more you allow yourself to be grateful for the small things and the tiny things, those tiny, tiny moments of joy, those little sparks of goodness that happen in your day, the more you will begin to see how abundant your life is and how joyful your life is, 
even on the challenging days, you will be able to step back and see, well, yes, this was a challenging day, but it was also full of these tiny moments of joy. And that might be a joke that someone said in the break room that made you laugh or a really great cup of coffee from the bar that you always stop at on your way to work, but that morning it was really good. Or the hug that you got from your partner at the end of the day. Or just having warm food to eat. Or just having a warm bed to lie in. It's the small, basic, everyday things that we take for granted that we can learn to appreciate more through a daily gratitude practice. And that can bring us more joy because of that. So starting a gratitude practice, step one, redefine or reframe what gratitude is and what is worthy of your expression of gratitude. Stop thinking that in order to express gratitude, in order to have something to write in your gratitude journal, it needs to be something big or it needs to be something eventful or it needs to be a grand gesture. In fact, it needs to be the small things. It needs to be the little things that you are taking for granted and start to both zoom out and look at your day from a bigger picture perspective but also start to zoom in and start to pick it apart and really become mindful of those tiny moments of joy those everyday things that you take for granted simply because they are everyday things but that add so much value to your life so step one redefine and reframe what gratitude is and what is quote unquote worthy of your expression of gratitude. Step two is starting a gratitude journal. I don't think that this comes as a shock or surprise to anyone who is listening, but writing down three things at the end of every day that you are grateful for in a gratitude journal is a great way to start a daily gratitude practice. And I come at that from having done it for so long and seeing the impact, the positive impact that it had on my life. The reason that getting the gratitude journal or getting a notebook that's going to be your gratitude journal or buying a new journal that's going to be a little bit special um, to be your gratitude journal, the reason that that's important is because of the fact that this isn't going to come automatic. This isn't going to come easily when you started. You are working on all of these steps simultaneously. So as you are redefining what gratitude means to you and what is worthy of your gratitude in your life, you also need to be working on physically recording that every day. Because as I've said again and again on this podcast, breaking bad habits or starting new habits takes time and repetition and the physically writing it down in your journal that's going to be your repetition the more you practice it the more automatic it will become you will reach for that journal at the end of the every day and then after time passes you will start to notice things throughout your day that you say to yourself I'm going to write that in my gratitude journal tonight that's one of my three things that I'm grateful for today. You'll start to notice them. And then as more time passes, the habit of doing that gratitude reflection at the end of the day will just become automatic and you won't need the gratitude journal. It took me a long time to give up 
my daily practice of writing in my gratitude journal and I even I can't even remember when it was that I stopped writing in it daily because I've still continued the practice of reflecting on what I'm grateful for more so on the very challenging days or the very challenging weeks but I needed it for a very long time it became a space that was a little bit of an oasis at the end of challenging days and challenging weeks to have those pages to come home to at the end of the day and to know that I was going to be able to find something in my day that was worthy of writing down in that book and that by writing those things in into my gratitude journal that I would get this good feeling inside that I would get this warmth and this joy about my life and also this sense of yeah everything isn't perfect but look at what I do have the other benefit to actually physically writing it down in a journal is that you start to see all of those gratitude reflections building up it's only three things a day it can be three words it can be three sentences but those are going to build up over time into pages and pages of things that you are grateful for. And if you do this for a whole year, which I really do recommend, at the end of that year, you have a whole journal full of amazing things, wonderful things that have happened to you that year. Because again, at the end of a year, in the same way at the end of the day, that it's easy for us to reflect on all the things that went wrong. We do have a habit of looking back and going, this was a tough year, this happened, this happened, this happened. We are more likely to also look at the few big grand gestures that happened to us that were amazing moments, but do we really stop to reflect on the small everyday moments that kept us going throughout that year? Probably not, but if we have our gratitude journal, we can do that and we can take a moment at the end of doing this for a year to look back on the pages and see what really kept us going because it's not going to contain any of the pain that we felt in that year it's going to contain all of these moments of joy and it's just going to be such an amazing momentum of that journey and of that mindset shift that you are making by practicing it so get a new notebook get a new journal and start a gratitude diary start writing down physically writing down and recording at the end of every day three things you are grateful for and remember because you are working on reframing what that looks like they don't have to be big grand gestures they are small things that brought you joy that day sparks of good that existed in the chaos any three things that you are grateful for in a day write them down and start doing it daily And step three is to start expressing your gratitude for others and the actions of others out loud. So again, like Janice's experience in the book, she talks about how practicing gratitude reflections and writing in her gratitude diary every day made her aware of how she didn't actually express gratitude so much out loud to others and also made her aware of when other people expressed it to her. As I started writing in my gratitude journal, I became aware of how much of my gratitude reflections were based on small gestures, small everyday gestures that other people had done for me. Things like my partner cooking our dinner, 
because he cooks our dinner most days. Or that colleague who said good morning to me and the comfort of knowing that that colleague is there. Expressing gratitude to the people in our lives for the small everyday things that we often take for granted and unconsciously take for granted. It's not that we purposely choose to not express gratitude, but often because it is something everyday or because it is a person who is present in our life every day that is part of our lives, we don't consciously express gratitude towards them because we assume that they know that we're grateful for them. But at the same time, we know how good it feels when someone expresses gratitude to us for something we have done. It's not that we do things in order for them to express that gratitude or we're not doing it for praise, but it is nice to have that acknowledged. So while you are working on yourself and your ability to live mindfully through your gratitude practice, while you are working on reframing what you define as being worthy of your expression of gratitude and while you are working on recording that every day in your gratitude journal the next step is to start becoming more mindful of the things that you are grateful for in the moment that they happen and taking as many opportunities as you can to express it out loud when you are grateful for something that is happening in the moment. So saying thank you, expressing gratitude to a friend, expressing gratitude to your partner. And again, just like writing in your gratitude journal is going to feel a bit clunky, it's not going to feel natural straight away. In just the same way of trying to find the things, the small joys in your day, it's not going to come easily. It's going to take practice. This is the same. And so that's why it's step three. You've got to work on step one and two and building up the practice before you can get to step three. But saying thank you and really saying it and really meaning it in the moment to the people who are making your life feel better while it might feel a little bit odd is going to to have such a wonderful impact first of all on you on being able to express it but also on the other person and again it doesn't have to be just for the big gestures it can be for the small things it can be thank you for doing the washing up I know that you do it every day but I'm really grateful that you do it every day or to your colleague or your friend that listens to you to actually saying thank you for taking the time to listen to me. So the more that you start to become aware of the moments in your days that you are grateful for as they are happening, look for opportunities to express that gratitude out loud, to celebrate those moments in the moment that they are happening and to let the people who are part of that know how much they mean to you and how much those small gestures mean to you and how grateful you are to have them in your life. And that's it. It's not overly complicated, just in that the things that we celebrate and we reflect on and we become mindful of don't have to be big, grand gestures. Mindfulness in itself is not a big, grand practice. And so it is small. It is a little thing that can have a big impact. And so the actions that we take in order to develop this practice are also small, 
when you look at them, but can have a big impact. So step one, redefine or reframe what you define as being worthy of your gratitude and start to expand on that definition and start to expand your perspective throughout your day as to what is something that's worthy of your gratitude journal. Step two, get a gratitude journal and start writing down three things every day that you are grateful for. And step three, start to express your gratitude for others and the actions of others out loud in the moment. I mean, you don't have to shout at them, but just to be mindful in the moment when someone else is doing something that you are grateful for and expressing that to them and letting this goodness, this feel goodness of a gratitude practice become this contagious thing in your life that spreads joy for you and for those who are part of it as well. I also have a little bit of a challenge for you at the end of today's episode to kind of hold you accountable as well a little bit for starting your own gratitude practice. I really want you to start looking for the small everyday things in your life that you are grateful for. And I really want you to try out having a daily gratitude practice and getting yourself a gratitude journal because I really believe in the positive impacts of this. But I also want to challenge you to start doing this straight away. And so this week, as you listen to this podcast, I want you to share a moment that you are grateful for. You can share it on your stories. You can write a list of three things that you are grateful for. You can take a picture of a page from your gratitude journal. You can write it as a caption to a post on Instagram and tag me as at fill up your cup podcast in the poster story that you create about your gratitude practice. I'm going to be looking out for all of those gratitude reflections and I am going to choose a few of my favorites to give away a free access to my self-care through the seasons workshop and workbook. So if you want to win access to my self-care, my winter self-care workshop, plus the free workbook that comes with that workshop, all you have to do is express something that you were grateful for this week and tag me in it on Instagram stories or in an Instagram post or even send it to me as a DM. But I really do want to encourage you to practice that gratitude in public and to express your gratitude out loud. And all that's left for me to say today, lovely listener, is that I am grateful for you all of you who have shown such love and support for this podcast since we started it. Just before sitting down to record today, I was looking at my dashboard where I upload my episodes and we had already crossed 2,000 downloads in less than two months because I record these episodes ahead. So today that I'm recording it, it has been less than two months since I started this podcast and we already have had 2,000 downloads, which just blows my mind. And every week when I see different episodes charting in different countries on Apple Podcasts, I really am so grateful for all of you that choose to listen and choose to join me and have chosen to join me for the last two months. And so today I want to say that I'm grateful for you and I'm grateful for this opportunity to come into your day and fill your ears and add a little bit of feel goodness back into your life. 
If you made it to the end of this episode, I want you to take a moment right now and remember that you are worthy of feel-good feelings. If you want to submit a question for a future episode or add to the suggestion box, you can do so by heading to laurajaneillustrations.com forward slash podcast or simply by clicking the link in the show notes. You can also leave me your questions, episode suggestions, or just let me know what you think of this episode by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you liked this episode, don't forget to rate or review it on whichever app is your favorite place to listen to podcasts. You can't pour from an empty cup. So give yourself a big hug from me right now and promise me that you will do one thing today that brings you joy. Thank you.